You are exhausted. 60-hour work weeks feel never-ending, and you struggle to keep up with the constant demands of your life. At BartWorks, we understand your troubles, and we have solutions to meet your every need. Allow our customizable service androids to simplify your world. Leave your household chores to a BartWorks bottler. Come home to a five-star quality meal prepared by your very own chef bot. Or let your nanny droid tuck the children into bed while you take care of what is most important, yourself. Visit our website to explore our expansive collection of service androids and get the life of luxury that you deserve. Choose life. Choose BartWorks. This is Xander Hansen of WAIZ Live, returning from a brief commercial break to bring you an exclusive update regarding Isabel Barton, the president of BartWorks. As you've probably heard, Ms. Barton is currently a suspect in the murders of three staff members of her own company and wanted for questioning by the disappearance of another former employee. I've just received some sensitive information sent to me by Isabel Barton herself. I am broadcasting the following audio recordings without the express content of my producers here at WAIZ Live or any of the station's sponsors, including Bartworks and its parent company, Barton Industries. I met with Miss Barton for an interview at her home in central Ohio, mid hours before the murders occurred. What you're about to hear is my interview with her, as well as the circumstances surrounding the violent crimes of which she is accused. Due to the content of these recordings and the implications that could be drawn, I believe I might be putting my personal safety at risk by streaming this audio. However, as a journalist, it is my duty to seek the truth, no matter who it exposes or threatens. Thank you for listening. Let's begin. Miss Barton, your guest, Mr. Xander Hansen, has arrived for your scheduled meeting. Thanks, Matthew. You can bring him up to the office. The morning we met, I had no idea that my life was in danger. When your identity gets twisted up into your work, it's easy to become oblivious. I wanted to let people in, to change things. Aside from my family butler, I was hiring organic employees exclusively so I could have more and more people around me. As pathetic as it sounds, I didn't want to feel alone anymore. Looking back now, I see how many clues I missed. My enemies were all around me, and I couldn't see them. Perhaps I didn't want to. Miss Barton, hi! It's a pleasure to finally meet you in person. Likewise, Mr. Hansen. Please, have a seat. Oh, Xander is fine, thanks. I brought a gift for you from the network, a little gesture to show our gratitude to you and Bartworks for your continued sponsorship. Uh, however, it was confiscated by your security team at the front. <laughs> They're quite serious, aren't they? Yes, I'm aware. As you could probably tell coming in, I'm in the middle of a major remodel of the property, and I have contractors and landscapers in and out constantly. So we have increased security measures for the time being. I'm sure it was a lovely gift, though. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And I understand, can't be too careful. Uh, do you typically work out your home office? This is temporary, until the remodel is done. It's easier to keep an eye on everything here. A remodel? That must be exciting. And a bit stressful, I'd wager. It's a big project, but so far, I'm enjoying it. My father, Isaac, was a very humble and reserved man. 
He didn't like anything flashy or sentimental, especially if it related to him. Well, aside from that hideous elephant statue above the mantle there, he said holding on to things from the past was like tying an anchor to your life. But I don't share his opinion, so to honor him and his legacy, I have commissioned a portrait of him based on one of the few photos that my interior decorator trekked down that will be hung in the lobby at the Barton Foundation, and some of the other photos will be restored and hung throughout this house. I'm aiming for a warmer, more welcoming aesthetic. I want to breathe new life into this house, as well as our brand. What do you plan to do with the elephant? It's staying put. Not my style, but it was important to him. My decorator wasn't too thrilled about that choice. It kind of clashes with our plans for the rest of the house. She's a pro, though. If anyone can make it work, she can. That's reassuring. Well, I'd just like to say I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. You have quite a vocal and passionate fan base, and we received many requests to feature you on the show. It means a lot to me to be looked at as a kind of role model. Oh, you're not just a role model. You're practically an icon. I mean, my little sister was totally obsessed with you when we were kids. She had every little Lizzie doll that came out and even wore her hair in pigtails for a time. I mean, once she even bought this jacket, only because she saw that you had once worn something that looked a little bit similar. If your sister loved little Lizzie dolls, she won't want to miss our limited edition Little Lizzie figurines from Bartworks Forever Vintage Collection, available this Christmas. Right, that's excellent. Um, So, Miss Barton, now that you are president of Bartworks, what are your plans for the future of the brand? As president, I face a lot of challenges in this ever-expanding industry, and with each challenge, I keep my father's vision in the forefront of my mind. With Bartworks, he created something beautiful and meaningful for so many people. He made mobility possible for combat veterans and newborns with birth defects. The skins that his team invented improved the lives of hundreds of burn victims around the globe and changed industry standards on how androids should look and feel. He was a true visionary, always striving to make life better for all of us. Although body modification might be trending amongst celebrities and the elite, the need for resilient, naturalistic androids and prosthetics will always outlast those compulsions. As humans, we instinctually connect to one another because we are so much more alike than we are different. My father knew this, and he devoted his life's work to keeping humanity looking human. And now, his legacy is in my hands, and I proudly carry that torch. Wonderful. Let's talk a bit more about Cosmed, or cosmetic modification. Mass-market Cosmed companies such as Andrology's Accessories and Mod Pod Garage are becoming more affordable and accessible to consumers. How has the rise in competition affected Bartworks? Our primary focus is authenticity. That's why our patented biosynthetic prosthetics have remained unparalleled for over 20 years. Quality is the beating heart of our brand, and we won't sacrifice our customers' needs or dignity for the sake of making a quick buck. I can't say the same is true for other attachment manufacturers. Now, you mentioned veterans, which brings me to a question about your brother, Chase Barton. He's undergone an exceptional amount of body alteration and is quite well known in the Cosmo community. It's estimated that his build at this point is roughly 83% artificially modified. Clearly, he's had access to more naturalistic attachments through your father's business, yet he has committed himself to Cosmoding. What are your thoughts on his alteration? If my brother wants to look like a machine, 
It's his choice. I neither condone nor condemn his aesthetic choices. My only concern is that it sends the message to young people that changing your body through elective and oftentimes dangerous surgeries is an acceptable and easy way out. Instead of building self-esteem and teaching tolerance, young people are turning to cosmodding and, as a result, the face of humanity itself is being distorted in small steps. That's why, in addition to providing naturalistic prosthetics to children in need in the Americas, the Barton Foundation offers low-cost detachment services to teens and young adults who have regretfully participated in illegal modification through the metal market. We're giving young people a second chance at a normal life, a life in which they can resemble their peers and recognize themselves in the mirror once again. Fantastic. In addition to its philanthropy, Bartworks has produced award-winning attachments and androids, beginning with the Little Lizzie series. What is your favorite droid series to date? Well, the BondBot Platinum series is our most popular, but I would have to say my personal favorite is our FIBO line. We get reviews and testimonials from FIBO pet owners all the time, and they are incredible. People really connect to their pet droids in a way that we didn't anticipate at the series' conception. They're tons of fun to play, easy to maintain, and family-friendly, aside from our watchdog line, of course. That's understandable. I mean, my cat Winston has been a far greater companion to me than any of my last three romantic relationships, maybe combined. Uh, when choosing a new product line, where does your team get their inspiration? Our mission is to meet and anticipate our customers' needs. Connection and companionship are essential to living healthy, productive lives. So we pay close attention to what excites and impacts people most. Barton Industries was already the leading manufacturer for service androids when my father realized that people wanted more from their droids. They wanted something intangible yet powerful. He was determined to pinpoint that missing element. In doing so, he worked long hours, of course, and missed spending time with his family. So, to keep me company, he built a child-sized android imprinted to me and custom-built. She could sing all of my favorite songs or play my favorite games. Anything that I cared about, she cared about. When my father wasn't there to tuck me into bed at night, he made sure that I had my Charlotte doll to sing me to sleep and comfort me. That doll was primitive compared to the play doll androids that we make now, but she was my best friend then. My father saw how attached I became to Charlotte and how devastated I was when I misplaced her, as children do. And that's how he came up with the idea for the Little Lizzie doll series and all of our androids' auto-retrieval features. Android operators already had plenty of options in regard to task-oriented service droids. What was missing was a genuine emotional bond between operators and their droids. Bartworks was established to accommodate those needs. We want our customers to have lasting, positive relationships with their droids, in the same way that other customers benefit from their prosthetics. Of course, we can't oversee customers' droid usage. But our research has shown that droid operators are more likely to use their droids responsibly when there is a naturalistic build. Makes sense to me. So, is Bartworks responsible for any questionable behaviour that may result from droid usage or interaction? You mean, you want to ask me about Doug Hammond? Well, yes, if you don't mind. 
That's fine. What do you want to know? Okay. Two years ago, programmer Douglas Hammond was terminated from Barton Industries and subsequently arrested for theft, trespassing and illegal weapons possession. He was a senior programmer at the time as well as a long-time colleague of your father. After his arrest, police found enough prosthetic materials at his home to build at least three full-size androids as well as a facial mold designed to resemble you. In light of that understandably upsetting event which you described to People magazine as a deep betrayal, does it anger you that your father not only refused to press criminal charges against Doug Hammond, he also went as far as to provide legal representation for him? I mean, didn't that strike you as odd? Another betrayal, even? My father supported him out of compassion. He was disappointed, obviously, but he remained loyal to the man. They had a significant relationship after many years of working together, and, despite Mr. Hammond's actions and mental instability, my father chose to stand by him, just as he would for anyone else in the Bartworks family. A lot of people have said that your father defended Doug Hammond because of you, that you and Hammond were romantically involved and that your father interceded to protect you from being implicated in the robbery. Uh, Is there any truth to that? I was cleared of any association with Doug Hammond's activities. I have no contact or relationship with him, professionally or otherwise, and a restraining order has been kept in place since the incident occurred. I hate to disappoint you, but there isn't much more to the story. Sometimes people can be a little too enthusiastic about our androids. To me, it's a testament to their impact on people's lives. Fortunately, that impact usually has a very positive effect on operators. Great. Okay. Well, it appears we've just about run out of time here. Thank you again, Miss Barton. It was a pleasure meeting you, truly. This is Xander Hansen from WAIZ Live. Thanks again to Isabel Barton and Bartworks. And be sure to enter our sweepstakes for a chance to win your very own Little Lizzie doll collector's figurine. Now I'm going to throw it over to your favorite ladies who lunch peaches and pumpkin live in Austin, Texas, after a quick word from our sponsors. And we're off. Thank you again for that, Miss Barton. I'll be heading off. Did my assistant forget to send you the list of questions I gave to your producer? I covered the questions that you wanted me to ask. I didn't agree to discuss Hammond. In fact, I remember explicitly telling Jack that I did not want to talk about him. That Hammond story is old news. Hey, I'm only doing my job. When I'm live, it's on me to give the audience what it wants. They want the inside scoop, and I found it much easier to get the truth out of people when they're caught off guard. In that case, if I decide to cut ties with WAIZ and told your boss that you cost the network a major sponsor because you can't do what you're told, I would just be doing my job. Right? (laughs) You could do that, sure. But my team has my back because we all share the same goal. Exposing the truth. No distractions, no exceptions, no fear. If you find that uncomfortable, you're welcome to take it up with my EP. Matthew? Yes, Miss Barton? Call for my driver and have Mr. Hansen's vehicle ready at the main gate. He's leaving now. Mr. Hansen's transport will arrive in 1 minute and 19 seconds, ma'am. And I'll take that as my cue to exit. We'll have to do this again sometime, Ms. Barton. Tell your producer to send someone else next time. Right. Of course.
Hey, Marco, I'm running behind schedule, so you have my permission to run a few lights if that's what it takes. Ugh, the 315 downtown is gonna be a nightmare. Take 270 around instead. Message Melissa. Hey, Melissa, I'm on my way now. Tell Harris not to start without me and grab a chamomile tea for me downstairs. I'm going to need it after that interview. Oh, I need to answer that. I'll be there shortly. Send. Hi, Paul. Is this urgent? I'm on my way to a meeting. We're supposed to start working in the second floor office today. Just checking in, making sure nothing has changed. Go ahead. I'll be out for a few hours. Just be careful handling the elephant statue in there, please. Don't worry. It's in good hands, babe. That isn't what I'm worried about. That statue is a lot heavier than it looks. It fell and crushed my brother's hand before it was mounted up. Wow, jeez. Okay, I'll be careful. I like you worrying about me. Gotta admit, I was a little disappointed when me and my team got to the house and you had already left. Thought maybe you were avoiding me. Especially after you disappeared on me the other night. Don't take it personally. I don't like sleepovers. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. I think it's something else. Like what? Well, I think your butler's been bad-mouthing me to you because he doesn't like me. Why do you think Matthew dislikes you? He's a sweetheart. Deep down. Well, your so-called sweetheart made me give up my favorite leather jacket because he said it looked suspicious. I think he wanted to keep it for himself. Matthew was only looking out for me. What do you mean? When I come around often enough to be on his good side by now? I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm a pretty likable guy. I think Matthew was protecting my eyes from having to see that jacket anymore. Very funny. Matthew is just jealous. He doesn't like to share my attention. What have I got to say to him to get my jacket back? Seriously. He only takes orders from Barton's when it comes to the security system. But I'll consider putting in a good word for you. Maybe. Can I at least see you tonight? You know, to make up for my loss. We can go out for drinks, and you can help take my mind off the stolen jacket. Hmm. I might be able to move some things around. Sure. I'll let you know when I'm done for the day, but I do have an early morning tomorrow. Damn. We haven't even gone on our date and you already have one foot out the door. Like I said, don't take it personally. I gotta go, but I'll call you later. See? There you go again. Bye, Paul. Bye, babe. I had been seeing Paul since the house remodel started. He was sweet, like a puppy dog. I found it easier to just stick to the Pauls, the ones who learned and accepted that they weren't going to get much of me. There were some before Paul who looked perfect on paper, but eventually I'd find something wrong with them and the relationship would end. Something was always off, as if they were all missing something that I couldn't name, but I would know it when I found it. God, it's hot in here. Marco, turn up the air, would you? It's getting hot back here, and I cannot sweat through this shirt. Hello? Am I talking to myself? It's hot back here. Turn the air conditioning on already. Marco, can you hear me? Hello? What the hell? The window won't go down. Marco? Answer me! Answer me right now!
God, what took you so long? I'm dying back here. Hammond? Oh my God! Stop this car right- What? You're all right. Take it easy. Get away from me! Help! Somebody help me! I wouldn't waste my energy if I were you. Nobody can hear you down here. You'll just give us both migraines. You're crazy! Let me go right now! What did you do with my phone? I tossed it onto the highway. Also disabled your ID tag. You can't be tracked now. Listen, I'll untie you as soon as we get on the same page. All right? I'm not going to hurt you. I need to talk to you. That's all. You're safe here. Are you kidding me? Safe? You kidnapped me, psycho. And what the hell did you shoot me with? You could have killed me. My tranquilizer is harmless. I saved you. So really, you should be thanking me. Saved me from what? The crazy stalker who tried to kill me? Oh, wait. That was you. I never tried to kill you. (sighs) But that's not the point of this. I'm trying to help you, so be quiet for two seconds and listen. You see this? What is it? It's a decoded message from Chase Barton to your driver, Marco. They've been talking to each other for the last two months. Marco was ordered to pick you up today and deliver you to Chase. You're telling me you kidnapped me and tased me? Tranquilized. Just so you could tell me that my brother wanted to see me? What am I missing here? Chase has proof of his involvement in that fatal hit-and-run accident. He was blackmailing Marco into capturing you. From what I could tell in their messages, he was planning to kill you at their rendezvous point. Or soon after. That's ridiculous. Why should I believe you? You don't have to. But I guarantee, if I let you go now, Chase will find you. I lost him this morning. He went dark after I got you. When Marco doesn't show up, Chase will be looking for you. That's why you're safer here. This, this is insane. My brother is in Europe. And even if he sent messages to Marco, that doesn't prove anything. The only person who is an immediate threat to me is you. Can we just skip all of this? What? If you were going to kill me and make me into one of your dolls or something, you would have done it by now instead of making up this story. So what do you actually want, huh? Money? Sex? More attachments for your doll collection? What are we talking about here? You're right. I do want something, and the only way I'm going to get it is if you understand what's going on. Your father was a private man. Had to be. He had a lot of skeletons in his closet. Now that he's dead, your brother... He got his inheritance, which was not modest, and he hasn't been back here in years. He's not interested in running the company, even if he could. What he wants is you, dead. With you out of the picture, Chase can expose Isaac's past, and that would destroy Bartworks. I don't want to implicate you by going into this more, but Chase will ruin Bartworks and everything your father created if we don't stop him. What's your plan, then? And why does it involve me being tied up right now? I don't trust you. And you don't trust me. Goes without saying. But we can help each other. I know how to keep Chase away from Bartworks. And, I'll tell you, If you do a favor for me. Nothing weird. Just a little errand. I'd do it myself, but as you know, I'm banned from anything associated with the company. You want me to steal for you? From my own company? Yeah, 
Pretty much. Hard pass. Not going to happen. And did it occur to you when you were cooking up this little kidnapping fantasy that the moment I don't show up at my board meeting, people will start looking for me and you're suspect number one? You're on borrowed time right now and you're wasting it. Just tell me whatever it is you want from us and if it's reasonable, which I'm starting to doubt it will be, we can negotiate and come to an agreement that gets me out of this disgusting basement before you get into any more trouble. You're right. We don't have much time. Here. I want you to listen to this. I don't buy it. A decent hacker can forge someone's voice fairly easily these days. Besides, why would my father ask you to help me without telling me anything? While I was a programmer at Barton Industries, I worked on a few side projects with Isaac and Alex Huang before he got all political. Some of those projects were experimental and not exactly legal. We got a job from the Department of Defense. They wanted us to design a transformative spy bot that was passable in organic scanners and had safeguard codes that could switch between auto and remote control modes or self-destruct if compromised. Alex was all in, but Isaac had doubts about the job. He backed out before we could finish the prototype. Alex couldn't continue without Isaac, of course, so they lost it. Alex never spoke to Isaac again after that turned into the neo-humanist blowhard that he is now. The DOD owned the rights to everything we built up to that point. So they took everything and found another developer. The humanoid spybot they made from our preliminary designs is out there somewhere, blending in and doing their bidding still. Isaac was wary of the whole situation from the start, so he slipped a hidden safeguard into the program and kept a copy of it for leverage. If copies of those safeguards got into the wrong hands, anyone could take control of that spybot as a weapon and expose your company for its involvement. Your father was lucky enough to die of cancer before getting caught, but he had a hard time letting go of things. There's a vault hidden behind a wall in his home office. That's where he kept the safeguards, and that's what Chase wants. Isaac knew Chase would come back for the vault. That's why he asked me to look after you. And that's why we need to get to it first. Hard time letting go of things? Ugh, you didn't know my father at all. And there's no vault in my office. I'm in there every day. Are you sure about that? It's not like you were looking for it before. Why didn't he tell me all of this? If you knew that your father was involved in the creation of a secret android killing machine, would it have changed the way you viewed him? That's a ridiculous question, because my father didn't do anything wrong. Even if what you're saying is true, he didn't actually build a spy bot. You just said he backed out. Doesn't matter. Possession of those safeguards alone is enough to label Isaac an enemy of the state. The feds will shut down Bartworks instantly. And, as president and Isaac's daughter, you'll take the fall. I thought of the home office and wondered which wall could have hidden space behind it 
to fit a vault. Then, I remembered. Oh my god, I'm remodeling the house. There are guys in that office knocking down walls right now. Who's your contractor? Just some guy, Paul. My assistant recommended him. Because you were planning to remodel the house? Yes. Was it your idea? What do you mean? Of course it was my idea. <sighs> so one day you just woke up and decided to completely remodel your family home. Well, Melissa suggested it. After my father's cremation, she came by the house and brought some flowers and cards from staff. She mentioned now that the house was mine, I could give it a fresh look. She said it would be cathartic for me. Like I thought. She suggested the idea and who to hire. That's how Chase planned to get access to the vault without you realizing it. No. Melissa works for me, not Chase. Paul, too. We're good friends, actually. He doesn't even know my brother. Just because you're sleeping with a guy doesn't mean you can trust him. Screw you! I know this is a lot to take in. But either you trust me now, or you take your chances. Up to you. If you're lying, I'll make sure you never see the light of day again, Hammond. So, we're on the same page now, right? <sighs> as soon as I get those safeguards, I'll get you whatever... No. First, you run my errand. Then I help you get into the vault. That's the deal. Those workers are already in my house. The vault comes first. We don't have much time. That's why you should agree to my terms. Quickly. You're impossible. Fine. We have a deal. Great. First, we're going to have to get you a new ID tag. Keep you off of Chase's radar. I'll go grab my scalpel. Wait! What? I agreed to your deal. So? So, untie me. Oh, right. Sorry.